Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Sorry it's been a couple of days, I've been a little bit, uh, a little bit preoccupied trying to um, forget that the whole world is ending. Nah, it's not ending, it's just gone quiet for a little while, hasn't it? <coughs> Hopefully you like the embedded little music I've got going on. It's just some royalty free stuff, but uh, yeah, found it. Thought I'd make a nice little bed. Just some bit of calm and. Missed, well, fill these gaps basically that I keep on living. Um, leaving when I uh, look for something to talk about. But today I'm not going to talk about what's going on. Um, I was on my socials earlier and uh, remembered that last year. At this time, uh, I was on a solo trip to Japan, so I thought I'd just talk about that a little bit. Um, it was a really lovely trip. I mean, obviously, those who know me know that it started off kind of poorly, um, but I'm not going to get into that because this is a positive podcast, despite the somber sounds, bedding underneath. I'd wanted to go to Japan for a little while. And uh, especially during during the cherry blossom season, so I actually planned it for last year and said, "No, this is this is the time I'm going to go." And I uh, I went out, I want to say mid March, and came home at the beginning of April. Hopefully, planning for those prime cherry blossoms. So I got there, and when I landed in Tokyo, there were no blossoms pouring with rain <laughs> and I uh, couldn't find anywhere to get any food it was about 9 o'clock I think I've been travelling for about 18 hours at that point so I uh, got a beer from the 7-Eleven up the road from the hostel and I had some noodles in the hostel at least they were still selling food anyway but uh, no I spent I spent a few days in Tokyo uh, which, if you ever get the chance to go, it's an absolutely incredible city. Uh, it's one of those that you can go to different different wards and different regions and just feel like you're somewhere completely different. Uh, a lot of you who have been will, will attest to that. Uh, I stayed in uh, Shinjuku, I believe. Uh, which is, I didn't realise, was the business end. Uh, but that doesn't matter, you know. Took a walk to Shibuya, which took maybe about an hour to go and see the crossing. Uh, it's funny because you can never escape it, but there's a Starbucks above a bookshop, which gives you the perfect view of the five-way crossing. Uh, and at around six o'clock, it's just like this ocean of people just going in all different directions. It's really one of those that you can see pictures and videos, but it doesn't do anything until you actually walk across it yourself and see it and from there I went down to uh, after a couple of days I went to uh, Kawaguchiko which is a little village recommended to me by a friend I stayed there in the shadow of Mount Fuji and I was actually told by another friend that I'd be very lucky if I got to see Fuji because usually it's so covered in cloud um, and right enough when I got there, uh, it was covered in bloody cloud. But you know, a bit of patience. Uh, 
the cloud lifted the second day and my hostel uh, had free bikes for rent and I hate cycling but I thought it'd be a nice bit of exercise keep going so I cycled down to the um, to the viewing platform and it's one of those that you'll have seen in all the guidebooks and on the internet whenever you google Mount Fuji it's the one with the pagoda um, and the pagoda takes place on the right hand side of the frame and there's often a sea of cherry blossoms leading towards the mountain and while I didn't get the sea of cherry blossoms I got the pagoda and a beautiful clear view of Mount Fuji it's one of those moments where you just really realise how lucky you are and whatever horribleness had gone on the day before or two days before kind of just disappeared for a minute or two It's. I often envy those who've travelled a lot, and I've managed to travel a fair bit, but when you talk to people who have been to pretty much all corners of the earth, because it gives you this horrible longing to go everywhere all at once, and you always want to be somewhere that you. Um, that you're not, basically. And I feel that social media is a bit of a a bit of a catalyst for these kind of feelings, especially if you're unhappy in your work or with your life at the way it is at any given moment. Um, and you have aspirations to do things like that, whether it be travel or you know find yourself in a different career. It's an odd thing, so. It's good if you're not taking a break to take a break once in a while, and, I, and I'm guilty of not doing that from time to time, so maybe I'll put my own uh, my own preachings into practice, so to speak. But no, back to Japan. F- from Kawaguchigo, I had to go back through Tokyo to go up north into the mountains. Now, Nile will kill me. Sorry, Nile, but I do not remember the name of the province. I do not remember the name of the onsen town that I stayed in. But it was absolutely the right place to go on his recommendation. Uh, you can take a small walk up the mountain to the uh, to the monkey sanctuary and see the snow monkeys. The snow monkeys take a bath in the hot springs. And it actually got a little bit of snow, not while I was up at the park, but a little bit of snow around the uh, around the old buildings, and just down from where I was staying, which is this beautiful little, beautiful little guest house. Um, there were a lot of abandoned buildings, and I might use one of those photographs that I took there as the uh, as the artwork for this episode. But you could just get lost walking up and down there's a river that ran all the way down the side you could just spend an hour just sitting at the river and because it was the time of year just before the blossoms came there weren't a lot of tourists around and not a lot of places were open so it was just a lot of locals going about their daily business I just sat listened to music walked it's really 
crazy to think that a year on this is the situation that we're in. And at times when I'd sat there and I was on my own and felt lonely, I'd kind of rather go back to that at the minute. You really appreciate sort of those feelings where the world is normal for a moment, but away from the virus, away from the pandemic, away from the craziness of the world. And back to, uh, back to the stories. From there, I went down to uh, to Kyoto. So we're into we're into sort of week two of the trip, and I'm sorry I'm glossing over a lot, but so the first week was a bit weird. Um, there was a lot of seeing things and uh, a lot of walks and a lot of quiet time. But it was really where I got to Kyoto that all the the stories, so to speak, started. So I uh, took the bullet train down there. The bullet train, if you've never been on it, is it's it's a lot different than the Virgin Pendolino from London Euston to Birmingham New Street on a Friday. Um, more often than not, you can book a seat quite comfortably. Uh, you know, the toilet is clean. It's not overcrowded. No, there's not stag parties getting drunk. <laughs> you know, just me. Um, there's a smoking room if you're that way inclined which is an odd thing to think about coming from a country like ours where the idea of anybody smoking on public transport is kind of a bit well, it just wouldn't happen, would it? (coughs) Pardon me, that's not a viral cough that is a smoker's cough but yeah so I got down to Kyoto and um, again you know, staying in hostels to save money when you're a solo backpacker, it's kind of the way to go. And um, I met by this German guy, and he's there on a conference. And he comes in, and he's very friendly. Uh, and I'm not going to do an accent, because, you know, I can't do an accent, and it would only just, um, just embarrass me. So, I get into the hostel, and there's... He's just come in with this bag full of food. And he's got it from the local convenience store, whether it was a, a Lawson station or a 7-Eleven or something like that. And he's just like, eat some of this food. I, I don't know, you know, it, it's so cheap and delicious, but I've bought too much because I didn't know what to choose. And so I'm sharing food with this guy. And he produces this little carton and he puts it on the table. And we're all sort of sitting around the table. And, uh... He's like, oh, I, I can't find this anywhere because you can't sell it anymore. But I remember grow up and growing up on a farm and uh, we used to drink this all the time. It's raw milk. I'm thinking there going, I don't really want to drink unpasteurized milk. That just sounds a bit... But I guess, you know, drinking milk of, a, of an animal's a bit weird anyway. But the thought of unpasteurized, I don't know. It was just a bit odd. Anyway, he pours me a glass and I have it and... To his credit, it is delicious. And he just goes off and I never really see him again. Occasionally, I, you know, after coming back on a walk, um, he'd be there and he'd just be eating his food. And he was there for a week, just doing a conference. Um, and then he was going out again, but he was just a really... It was nice seeing somebody so happy with 
everything. He's just there enjoying life, you know, eating his eating his chicken, drinking his unpasteurized milk. Yeah, just an odd, odd, but common situation. I'm just rambling today. This is just a very rambly episode. Um, so I might finish it. Actually, I might leave Japan Part 2, the trip from Osaka to Hiroshima, until tomorrow. Um, I like keeping these fairly short, because when I'm sort of talking to myself, it it's a really strange feeling talking into a microphone to nobody. Um, and yeah, there are long pauses, hence the bedding music. But it it's just nice to to gather my thoughts but today I'm going to recommend you an album again um, it's a record that came out at the beginning of last year and it's one that is linked to the trip to Japan uh, and that is To Believe by the Cinematic Orchestra uh, an absolutely wonderful record wonderful instrumental record but with um, occasional guest vocalists on it and I'd just spend my time walking around listening to that the entire trip so I would highly recommend that if you've got some time and we've all got a bit of time to give that record a listen so yeah that's the end of this episode again, a bit rambly I hope you like the introduction of the music but if not tell me and I'll get rid of it and it'll just be me with long pauses talking into the microphone again anyway have a lovely Monday evening and I'll speak to you tomorrow bye bye